I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel, where my goal is to make that connection or answer that question. So make sure you tune in tonight, put your questions, comments in in the group, and I will make as many connections or answer as many questions as I can. But I also wanted to talk a bit about passion tonight as well especially since we have valentine's day coming up and the idea of passion true love soulmates twin flames all of those things but before i do let's talk about some upcoming events that are just right around the corner of course there is valentine's messages this is going to be monday february 13th starting at 6 p.m And this will just be an amazing evening of mediumship and connecting to your loved ones on the other side. What is it they want to say, have to say? Are they watching? How are they watching? How are they letting you know? Just kind of giving you that connection once again, especially for the holidays. We also have Beginners Platform coming up, and this is going to be February 22nd. So this will be an evening of beginners platform demonstration. And that just means really delivering those messages on a stage, in a theater, in a church for a group at one time. And how do we do that? And the various techniques that are needed in order to maximize that connection and delivery of spirit communication. We also have our next round of circles coming up. We already just finished our first round of the year, but don't worry, we have another round coming in. So we do have our advanced circle, and this will be Tuesday, February 28th. So Tuesday, February 28th, it's four weeks long, and this is for anyone who's fluid at doing sessions, they just want to get that detail, maybe put it together easier, really build their confidence. So that's going to be the advance. And if you are really more dabbling in your gift, wanting to explore, wanting to have that connection, that beginner development circle is going to be the one for you. And that is Wednesday nights and starting March 1st. So either one we've got. Now, one of the most amazing and exciting things coming up Many of you know that one of my greatest mentors, friends, peers now, Lisa Williams and I are coming together to do Mastering Your Mediumship. So this is going to be a workshop, an all-day workshop, where we are going to help you master your mediumship. This will be a virtual event. So we do have this link up. I'm going to show you one more time here. Is from 9 to 4 Pacific and then 12 to 7 Eastern. Very, very exciting to do this, look into it, and really bring all of that about, okay? So join me, join us. Really excited for all the upcoming events. You can always go to colbyrebel.com, see everything right there, click and buy and join, okay? So you don't have to miss out. 
very, very excited, though, to talk about tonight and to talk about the idea of passion. And passion really is not just romantic passion. And I really want to start with that because a lot of times when we say passion, we're just thinking of that emotion towards another. But really, passion is so important in our lives, okay? Passion about your daily life, passion about your goals, passionate about your career, what you're doing. And as we embark on our path, we may lose passion along the way. And that's when we have to kind of revisit, kind of take stock and say, is it time for a change, right? When you lose passion, that could be a temporary loss, okay? So Sometimes we want to give up on something as well when that passion starts to fade. But maybe it's just about reigniting it, finding something new, re-emerging, tweaking something, trying it in a different way, revisiting perspective, gratitude. All of those could help us shift that passion. Now, when we do understand that passion leaves and has gone, we have to then say, well, wait a second, is this something that's still for my highest good? So before we get to romance, which I know everybody's going to want to talk about and really dive in, I want to talk about passion in your career, passion in your life. Are you doing things in your life that you are passionate about? Or are you just kind of sitting, waiting, twiddling fingers, collecting a paycheck, wishing you were collecting a paycheck? Where are you on your journey? And are you maximizing your physical experience? Are you doing the best that you can do to bring it all forward for you? So if you are having an experience in a career or something you're doing where you're not feeling that passion, just stop for a moment and say, why? Why am I not feeling passion? Is it time for me to change direction? Is it time for me to revamp? Relook at what I'm doing. Am I doing the same thing over and over and I'm just tired and burnt out? So listening to where you are on that journey. And if you have been thinking about a career change, wanting to do something new, wanting to embark in a new way, what's stopping you? Why not take that leap of faith? Where is it you want to go? And if you don't know yet, you just know you want something different, dive in deeper, try some journaling, some automatic writing, list out things you actually love to do naturally. What is it you enjoy doing naturally? Is that working with your hands? Is it talking to people? Is it being creative? Is it analytical? Is it research? Is it more computer IT? What is it that you feel excited about that you say, you know what? I want to try this. I want to do it. Is it designing? Maybe it's jewelry, painting, art, singing, writing, anything for you. Maybe it's spiritual work. Maybe it's kind of putting yourself out there in that new way and listening to what that passion is within you. And when we do that, when we follow our life in a passionate way, we're going to feel more joyful more at peace, more at ease, excited. So ask yourself, am I living my most passionate life? And if you're not, what can you do to change it? And never stop fighting for this. So society teaches us complacency, 
society will teach you to play nice in the sandbox, to be like everybody else, to be the status quo. Don't cause an uproar. Don't mix it up too much. I mean, you've all heard it. I'm sure you've all had that experience one way or another. I want you to mix it up. What is it you want to do? And listen to yourself. There's going to be some struggle around that. Those in your inner circle may not like it because you're going to be speaking your truth, becoming in alignment with who you are, trying something new, stepping outside of that box. That's going to upset some people, of course, right? And, and nothing against that. Maybe they need you a certain way. They're used to you a certain way. They need you for them, whatever it is. But for your best physical experience, right? Why did your soul come back in to the physical body to say, let's do this again? Why? And when you tune into that why, then you're going to start to figure out where you're meant to go and grow. So listen to that. Allow yourself to listen to that, that inner whisper within you that inner desire that's within you. Maybe it's something you've never even shared with anyone. And maybe you don't know the next steps or how to do it. But trust me, there is enough out there that you can Google and learn it. I am sure no matter what it is, someone has a YouTube video to help you. <laughs> and it is allowing yourself to listen and to connect with that, okay? Taking those next steps, standing in your power, having boundaries around your experience okay now let's talk about love and romance and having passion with love and romance now there are going to be some people out there when i say passion is imperative to your connection they're going to say oh yeah but passion isn't always there try it after 5 10 15 20 years passion goes away what's underneath now What's underneath is so important. It absolutely is the foundation you built, okay? The foundation you built, of course, is important. Long-term goals, objectives, having very similar morals, integrity, ethics, all of that, of course, is important. But you know, passion will always be important. Finding that spark with your partner will always be important. So if it's fizzled, if it's faded away, ask yourself, what can you do as a couple, as a team, as a partnership to rebuild that spark? What is needed? Maybe write down initially how you felt or what was it about that person? Maybe write down how you felt, who were you in the beginning? Maybe you've been giving up too much of yourself in the relationship and you it's not an alignment. There's some resentment. So therefore the passions fizzled. So dive in deep. Okay. And ask yourself, where can I bring about the passion once again with my partner? Where is it? I think a big place to start is gratitude and having that gratitude and then getting back to playing again, the box of life, right? They, it, we get into the grind into the day-to-day, -day. this needs to be handled, that needs to be handled, this, this emergency, that emergency, what's coming up, 
from doctor's appointments to scheduling, maybe kids' activities, all of it. But are you taking time to honor yourself, honor your relationship, honor your partner to keep that spark alive, trying something new, okay? Now, I also want to go into twin flames, soulmates, the difference, uh, and I'm sure there's, there's so many uh, expert opinions on this. So let's dive in and go with it. Soulmate. Soulmate, many, many, many soulmates. We all have many soulmates. There's not just one soulmate. A soulmate could actually be a friend, could be a mentor, could be someone that comes into your life, could be a friendship. It does not necessarily need to be a romantic connection. A soulmate comes into your life as a learning lesson. So we have soulmates that are here for lessons. A season, a reason, a lifetime. I'm sure you've all heard that. So people come in and maybe this is burst in this huge, this moment with you. Maybe they leave suddenly and we're not sure why or it falls apart. Or maybe someone is slow and steady and they're just there no matter what and you continue to grow. So we have these soulmates. Now, they are sometimes romantic partners, again, a reason, a season, a lifetime. So you may have had a soulmate. You thought was your person. This is it. The buck stops here. Oh my goodness. And then something happens. Either they go away. It's not serious. It fizzles, whatever the reason. Okay. But it's looking at it for understanding what is the lesson in that connection, in that relationship. Now, of course, so some, some people will say, okay, wait. I've had this soulmate. I thought they were my person. I believe they are. I just can't believe that they're not in my life. But of course, when you meet them, you're supposed to feel like they're there forever. Who meets someone and says, oh my gosh, this is it. And it's going to last three months and then I'm going to be done with you. And that's great. You're not going to, you're not going to put in the energy and the effort. So of course you have to kind of go, oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's to kind of drive the path. What is that path? And once you understand either the next level vibration, next steps, next goal, what have you learned? Maybe you're there as a teacher, right? And then they're, they're done, whatever you taught them, and they move on, whatever it is. Having that grace and that understanding of that higher self of like, okay, wait a second. If the universe is pulling this person out, I have to trust the universe, trusting the universe rather than trying to strong arm it, force it, convince someone that it's meant to be. Okay. And always allowing and trusting that that's not going to be the best there is. Sometimes we say that if this is it, no more, this is it. There's no one else, right? Of course there's someone else. If the universe pulls this person out, I can guarantee there's going to be someone else. If we allow that room, we allow that space, and we allow that trust of the universe and do our best not to close off, okay? And that's important. Twin flame. So this is really what's interesting because there's a lot of ways to say it, and we have to be super, super careful, okay? We have to be careful because what happens is twin flame, a lot of people say it's the other half of you, and then people will want to say, no, you've got to be all complete by yourself. You don't need nobody else. 
You do you. Very true. Of course you, of course, of course you have to be happy with who you are and, and happy without needing that relationship to make you feel happy, to make you feel fulfilled. Okay. We can absolutely be empowered, self-sufficient, joyful. We can feel complete within ourselves. And that's a wonderful, wonderful, powerful feeling. Okay. But a twin flame is really a reflection. It ends up becoming a reflection in a way of you. And it's almost like these two souls coming together that when they are together, it's you see them within you and they see you within them. And it just becomes this marriage of the soul, so to speak, this connection, this beautiful experience in which you say, oh, wait a second, together we compliment, together we challenge, together we help each other become the best versions of ourselves through this experience together. And so with that twin flame, it's, it's not all super rainbows, butterflies. It's a lot of deep, deep work. It's a lot of commitment. It's a lot of up and down, but there's also this beautiful sense of a rock, this beautiful sense of feeling like no matter what I'm going through, I would rather go through it with this person than anybody else that could be provided to me. <laughs> you may question it in the moment, but trust me, in the after fact, you're like, okay, nope, I still, no matter what, don't want to have to do that with anyone else. I'm still going to this person. <laughs> but in order for these relationships in our lives, the friendships, the family ties, the relationships, the romantic connections. It really is so important to have boundaries. Okay, boundaries. I know, especially if you're the empath out there, you've heard it a million times. You, I'm sure you've done meditation, journaling, all of it on boundaries, and then yet you still let it go right by the wayside. Oh, but, oh right, boundaries. Oh, I forgot that. Forgot that part. Forgot the memo. <laughs> Boundaries are really important to keep you happy, to keep your journey on track. Even if your purpose and your passion is to help others, okay? Even if it's there to help others, it's absolutely important for you to have boundaries, okay? It's so, so important. No. One of the most powerful words that doesn't have to be a negative connotation. It could be a beautiful, embracing, and loving gesture to say no. Because when you say no, guess what? It helps empower the other party to have to find a resourceful way on their own. Something different, okay? And so in some ways, we can actually help ourselves and others on that journey of no, okay? So just knowing that. So if you are in a place right now, right here today, where you're either single, 
you're in a relationship that is not fulfilling, you're in a relationship that could use a little something, or you're in a place of like, it's next steps. Ask yourself, am I feeling passionate? Is the passion still there and there's just emotions covering it up? Am I closing myself off? Am I saying I'm open, but I'm not open and you know who you are, that's you. Okay, let's go into that, okay? Oh, I'm open. Are you going out socially? Oh, no, I really like to stay in. I'm kind of an introvert. Okay, you're putting yourself out on some dating apps? No, I don't like those. Those don't work for anyone. They're never going to work. I want to meet someone organically. Okay, great. So you're going out? No, 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 no. So what do you expect the universe to do? Okay. Oh, and if you're not that person, maybe you're that person that is so picky. Oh, no, I know Sue's looking at them. They're not it. Nope, 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 nope. They are not it. Nope, I could tell. I could tell. Did you talk to them? Nope, I don't need to. Did you look at them? No, I could tell. Not what I want. So we have to allow ourselves to have this expansion, to have this openness. When you have an idea of who you want, oh, or what kind of person that is without being so particular about all the little details, you may just be surprised at who, who the universe gives you. And you may be surprised at how that comes about. Sometimes you may meet them so shockingly. I am, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. Right? And that's great. They just showed up. But the idea of the, the universe brings you when you're least expecting isn't always true either. It's the universe brings you the person when you're vibrationally in alignment. When you are vibrationally in alignment. So that means doing everything you can to get yourself in that space. What does that look like? What does it feel like? What does that partner feel like? What kind of interaction do you have? And then you'll see it will happen when you're putting yourself in that place and that space. Okay. So just giving yourself that opportunity to feel that. Now, if you are in that relationship and it needs a little love, it needs a little work, communication is key. Sitting down and communicating, opening it up, being very honest about your feelings and what does that look like? And sitting down with that partner to say, we're in this together. How can we improve it? How can we grow together? What can we do? And listening is absolutely key. Sometimes we're so busy talking, we don't take time to listen. So how can we be a better listener so that we can also expand and evolve in our own soul right? Okay? Now, the last one, you're in something and you know you're not meant to be anymore. You're already vibrationally out of it. You know it's really supposed to be in the past, but you're too afraid to cut that cord, too afraid to leap because what if it's the best you've ever had? Or is what if it's the best that will come in? If you know that you are done it, have that courage to close it up and to say, even if 
I'm having the experience by myself, it's going to allow me to grow beyond this relationship. There's no sense in being in something that is holding you back. And you know that. You know if you're in something that's holding you back. Okay? So just be honest with yourself. We've got a fresh new year. If your year is about manifesting, bringing it in, having it all come forward, then taking stock within yourself, writing it out, maybe doing a plan with someone, talking it out, and finding that best way for that connection. Now, if you're a loved one, the love of your life is in the spirit world. Know that you can connect to them, be with them, surrounded by them. Have that understanding that you can absolutely still have that connection, okay? And let yourself have that. Okay, let's take a look at some of the comments, the questions. Hello, Colby. I am single. Will I meet Mr. Right soon? You know, Marie, what's interesting... I want to say soon, but I don't, I don't quite feel like it is. I feel like either you're working through a transition, maybe there's something you're kind of empowering yourself on. So I feel like it's continuously building that power within yourself. I also kind of feel like maybe building some confidence um, and not settling in who you want. So building that confidence and, and, and putting that out there. And then I feel like your person is coming in. I want you to have more fun. I do feel like that's important for you to have more fun, Marie. Getting yourself out there in a bigger way and let's do it, okay? And then I feel like that person comes in very, very strongly for you, okay? All right, here we go. Now, Stephanie uh, can't seem to completely cut things off with an X. Oh, Mm-hmm. Those are some of the hardest ones, Stephanie. A lot of times, this is that kind of soulmate connection, right? We're there for a reason, a season, but we know it's not a lifetime. I want you to start looking at this. I want you to write down what it is you want, okay? What it is you want in that partner. Not thinking about the ex. Telling the universe... Who is my partner? What do they do? What do they like? How do we interact? How am I taken care of? What does that feel like? How do I feel in that relationship? All of it. Write it all down very, very, very clearly. And then with that act, be very, very honest with yourself. Be transparent. Are they really fitting in? Odds are they're not. Odds are you're making them fit on the categories you think are there to keep that cord going. But when you actually do it the opposite way and say, wait a second, ah, I think I deserve more that this isn't in alignment. This isn't feeling right. And in order to do that, I have to cut this cord so I can open up the door to bring that in and allow that. There's a lot of times, too, in relationships, if you guys are dealing with a narcissist or someone controlling, uh, they will absolutely keep that lead out, right? It's, it's not that they're in a position that they only want you and to build and to grow and to have that long-term experience, but they also just don't want to let you go. So it could be with that, okay? So it could be with that. All right. So 
I hope that helps, Stephanie. I think it's just so much about you. I want you to be true to you and who you know is your right person. And I think when you start to see it, I think you're going to say, yeah, this person isn't my person. And I know they're not my person. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, thank you so much. I'm so glad I tuned in tonight. I needed this message. I know I need to be done and walk away. Absolutely. Let's just see here. We're going to. I'm not one to really draw cards too much, but since they're sitting right there, why not, right? Let's see what the universe is going to tell you, Stephanie. All right, here we go. Empathy. There you go. Empathy. And this empathy is really for yourself, Stephanie. I want you to have empathy for you. You have too much empathy for this ex. You're giving him too much energy. You're feeling, oh, but they're going through this. Oh, but they said that. No, let's have empathy for you. Where you are, what you deserve. Let's kind of make some bold moves. And I think you're going to be much, 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 much happier. Okay? Okay, here we go. Let us do another one. Uh, let's see. If you have relationship advice, I want you to tell me what your question is because I think that that's going to be uh, a big, big plan. Okay, let's just see. I'm just kind of looking through. I'm looking for romance and love questions since we do have Valentine's Day coming up. So let's see if we have any love or... Okay, Lars, this one's really interesting. I'm also wondering if the man that I'm going to spend... The man I'm with... If I'm with the man I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, and if we were get engaged soon, okay. Uh, this is really interesting, Laura. I, I I do feel like you're with the right person. I I really do. I it, it feels good. Um, it feels for me a sense of that there is commitment. That there is. There's been a lot of growth with the two of you, Laura. A lot, a lot of growth, but. Both of you seem to be very committed to that growth. When I tune into that, it's like, oh, you're both very committed. So it feels very positive. It feels very good. Engage soon. I hope so for you, but um, I, I feel like they're trying to stabilize a little bit more. So it may not be quite as soon as you want it, but I do feel the intention there. So I feel like it will be this year if not the early part of next year, but I do feel like we are on the right path, Laura. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I know you asked this question and uh, it, it's knowing that you don't, I don't think you needed me for that question, Laura. I think you already know that this is your person and they love you very much and you love them because I, I just see you two like this. I see you two very, very much, okay? Okay. Oh, I love Amanda. I love this gold star. You get a gold star for this question tonight going up on the bulletin board. Here we go. Okay. My husband lacks empathy and has been tough with three kiddos. What do you feel about us? Oof. It's tough. Listen, Amanda, you married a muggle. That's it. You married a muggle. You knew he was a muggle. You said, yes, I do, knowing he was a muggle. He's coming. His heart's in the right place. 
it's just sometimes it's a disconnect. It is like a disconnect between here and here and here. I think you're gonna have to like handhold a little bit. And what do I mean by that? Okay. What what do I mean by that? He's gonna be on the slow roll. Yeah. <laughs> just tuning into what a nice guy though. So I don't wanna I don't wanna be too harsh on him because he really is a nice guy. But I need you what I need you to tune into what you need. Listen, you can't have three kids, all right? The least he can do is show up for you romantically, emotionally. He just needs to know what you need. So tell him, okay, I want red roses. I want them at least once a month, okay? I'd love to have them on Wednesdays, but if you bring them Thursday, that's okay. want you to leave me a little love note. Doesn't have to be all the time, but this is what I need, okay? When you see that I am stressed out dealing with our offspring, I need you to come up and give me a hug. You may not know why I need the hug. It's okay that you do not know why I need the hug. Just do it for me anyway, okay? That's what I want for you to do, to communicate with him what you need. Not that he has to understand. See, you're trying to get him to understand what you need. He's not going to understand it. He's not going to, unless you give him an IT program, then he'll understand it. Okay, maybe he works with computers or back end. I don't know. But tell him what you need and he will do it. He loves you. He loves you. But he's a muggle. The muggle struggle is real. <laughs> Okay, the muggle struggle is real. Okay, and I love it. Uh, I think Laura said absolutely spot on. Yes, you nailed it. There you go. Well, we love that. Absolutely. Okay. All right, here we go. Of course, he's a great dad, Amanda. He's a great person. Okay, he is. He is great. Okay, let us do this. Um... Oh, man, Pamela. Woof. I'm in a relationship with very narcissistic tendencies. I don't know if he's truly the one or a result of childhood trauma. We cannot change a narcissist. Only they can change themselves. And a lot of times when we are attracted to narcissists, I am not a therapist, okay? So we, we have to kind of do the deep dive with the therapist, Um but a lot of times when we are with a narcissist on some level, it's because we are trying to find acceptance from that person in our childhood that maybe didn't give it to us. So it may be a parent or someone from a young relationship, something where it wasn't reconciled or we didn't find peace. And so therefore we find someone with underlying characteristics and we then are attracted to them in order to get that approval, to get that acceptance, to get that love that we didn't get. So maybe just do a deep dive for yourself, Pamela, to kind of go, wait a second. No, the thing too is, you know, if they're fully narcissistic, then you have to look at that. If they have tendencies, then maybe they just kind of need to learn. It depends on where they are in, uh, on the scale of that. I, I just, 
you know, it is interesting because I, I feel like there is a connection here. And I feel like this person does have a genuine connection with you. So just find out if they are willing, if they're, if they're growing with you, if they're trying, if they're looking on making themselves the best version of themselves, then this is something to, to have some hope on. If they're just done and not really looking, then that's a big, big, big red flag for you to listen to. Okay. So here we go. That Nicole, uh, I've been struggling in my relationship. Any advice for me? The first thing I hear, Nicole, it's, it's boundaries. I think you're just giving too much away. I feel like you're a little worn down, just kind of tuning into it. You feel a little tired energetically around it. And it doesn't, it honestly doesn't feel like your needs are being met. And, and maybe it's time to kind of have that talk and that open communication. And again, setting those strong boundaries for you so that you can start to take care of yourself. And if this person isn't willing to step up and isn't willing uh, to participate, just looking at that. Also, there's something around the timeline. So I don't know if it's just that you establish a timeline of what you wanted and they're kind of um, dragging that timeline out. But again, I feel like boundaries are strongly, strongly needed it. Okay. So there we go. Okay. So I feel like that is really important and to listen to that. Okay. I just want all of you to know that you guys can absolutely call in your love you can call in that love for you you can call in that love that you're meant to be with there is some timing that's divine by the universe when we do this everyone okay so it's getting yourself in a vibrational space and place and doing everything on your part to do that and what i want you to do is as you do that and as you open up you're going to see when that partner's in a match. And here's what's interesting. Because, you know, sometimes when we're in that space and that person comes in, we're thinking, ah, it's perfect. It's supposed to be perfect. It, it, it doesn't always mean it's actually perfect and everything is perfect. There may be situations or circumstances. Maybe there's some baggage each of you, uh, each of you have gone through or that you're going through or there's some life struggles or there's some career changes. Maybe they're going through a divorce or have been divorced or whatever the case may be. The key is, is that they are in a space and you are in a space that you are open for that connection together and that you are open to move forward together and that you're open to be committed to one another and that you're open to working on these struggles together because again as we come into the physical body you come in with lessons okay that, that that's it that's how that goes right you know how they say a cat has nine lives that is the idea we have multiple lives and each life there's a lesson or multiple lessons and each time we have this experience the idea is to grow to evolve to become the best version of ourselves, and that best version is loving ourself loving ourself okay and not holding back and not dimming your light and all of those things so even if you're going through something with someone there may be a soul contract where you signed up for that we signed up like 
and and sometimes we 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 don't know right we don't know and you know and and we don't know gosh how the heck would i have signed up for this what was i thinking what was i thinking on the other side just know you can do it all right know you can do it and be there for one another okay be there for one another okay and just knowing that okay i will uh beatrice real quick here so beatrice lost her little her her scooby and has been really really struggling and also feeling trapped uh trapped okay um feeling trapped and got worse and the thing is feeling guilty that he passed i think beatrice the most important part is is knowing that we don't cause that passing we've done the best we can i feel like you were the best mommy to scooby i feel like you absolutely did your best and to know and to have peace with that okay and i'm i'm feeling as if scooby is a, an animal a dog so you can correct me if i'm wrong um but i feel like knowing that a lot of times too our pets when they transition is because their role they have graduated everything they've come to do for us they've come to an end they've graduated we're now next for the next step of our journey and it's to have love and peace he's a chihuahua there we go <laughs> wonderful i gotta tell you he's feeling wonderful and he's feeling great okay i don't feel like it janine i I can always be wrong, but I don't feel like I have a male friend that's been staying with me for a couple of months. I'm wondering if we will become a couple. I don't think so, but I can be wrong. So uh, I will just say that. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see really quick. Cindy, my husband and I will be together for almost 39 years. We've had ups and downs like everyone else. Is he the love of my life? You know what? He actually is, which is interesting because I think there has been other other people you know that maybe you think oh would they have been the person or this or that but i actually feel like you're you and your husband definitely definitely had a soul contract to do this experience together i absolutely feel especially at this stage in your relationship and your life you can absolutely have more ups okay would absolutely like i think you guys can really make things a lot more fun uh, if you guys even just put a little bit more energy into it. So I want to just encourage you to do that. Okay, here we go. Really quick. Jennifer has a husband on the other side, the love of her life. I can absolutely feel his love for you. I can feel him around you. He just gives me, he actually shows me a big Valentine's heart. So I think he literally would always get you those big chocolates, you know, the hearts with the chocolates in them. So I feel like he would absolutely do that. He shows me giving your daughter a teddy bear. So I feel like he's giving me a teddy bear for you. So knowing that, that she may already have one, but he's also showing me that. I just know that he is absolutely with you, around you. I don't know if you know the name Michael. If we, I, I don't the name Michael popped in for some reason. So I don't know if that's his name or you connect to that, but I will just share that to know that he is with you and around you, okay? All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this very special edition for Valentine's Day, a date night for Valentine's, okay? So if next week you are by yourself and it's a single awareness day, you hit replay, you listen to this, 
you know that I am your date for Valentine's Day and understanding what message resonates with you. And that is your takeaway message for your next journey. Okay, so know that, be with that. Love to you, everyone. I want to thank you guys so much. Please do not forget, we have Valentine's messages coming up Monday night. Please join me. Grab your ticket while we have them. And absolutely, you do not want to miss out, okay? It's going to be a very beautiful, wonderful night of healing messages from those on the other side. Maybe some psychic messages as well. So grab your ticket. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.